It says it's on mute. Well, okay. What what movie did I reference a minute ago? Willow? Skulls? Skulls. Neither one of you dudes has ever seen Skulls. I don't think so. What the hell? Okay, well, it's got Paul Walker in it. Rest in peace. Post-humanist Jiu-Jitsu bite belt. And also Jeremy Jackson, that dude from uh, Dawson's River. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Anyway, it's super fucking good. It's also got William Peterson in it. And the guy that plays Shooter McGavin. Yeah. So we're we're Cobra casting. So we uh we've been watching Cobra Kai. We're we're rewatching the fourth episode right now and uh it's the greatest show that I've ever seen in my whole life. The dude with the mustache looks like he's thirty five. So ha so this kid's name is Robbie, correct? So Robbie? So Johnny for okay, so just so Johnny from Cobra Kai, Karate Kid, the original movie, is fifty one years old. He has a son. And that son is Robbie, who we're watching the very beginning of episode four. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Alright. So First two episodes are free on YouTube. Then you get 10 episodes on uh, YouTube Red. Yeah, 10 total. So everybody should just go ahead and sign up for that membership because it's that good. Man, YouTube really did just hit it home on this, right? Who passed this up? Yeah, like somebody didn't buy this, and I would suspect. But, you know, actually, I read that, like, so the actor... um, I forget what his name is. The actor that plays Johnny apparently went to film school and has been making films and like learning how to do like screenplays and all sorts of shit ever since he was on the original Karate Kid. Yeah, I don't know if it's his role that he's playing or if he's just a particularly good actor, but he's, in well, my opinion, the I best think actor. He, in yeah, I think or he and um, Ralph Macchio co-produced this i know that he produced it yeah ralph macho portrays daniel as a version of himself later in life dude it's crazy how many parallels that they did so like like miguel the student of johnny how many parallels there is with that kid and daniel larusso in the original karate kid single single parent household um kind of got bullied they paralleled in episode three there's a school dance they paralleled that whole that whole thing so it's really like just a retelling of the original story across this 10 episodes but it's really really brings it up to date yeah there are a lot of parallels for instance the high school is racially diverse but not cliquish and it's also financially diverse diverse and there is some cliquishness but it's uh it's observed by both sides. Yeah, well, you know, if you're Brendan Schwab and you say that, you'll get in trouble. Good night. Did you hear about him on, like, uh, UFC Tonight? He's yeah, like, he's hey, yeah, you got enough black dudes up there or something like, like that. Because, yeah, because there was uh, Daniel Cormier, Tyron Woodley, Mighty Mouse, and maybe Rashad. 
Eve Edwards. Okay, yeah. Which I've seen Rashad do some of the broadcasting and stuff before. But um, but the thing is, it's like three of those people are champs. And Eve Edwards is kind of like um, Rashad. But Rashad, I guess Rashad's still fighting. Yeah, he's got a fight coming up back at 205 with somebody. I can't remember who. It's a, it's a nobody, though. It's probably somebody on their way up. Hmm. Let me look into that. Yeah, definitely. We, we've got to catch up on the MMA. We Lomachenko podcasted last night, and uh, so we got the Cobra cast, and we just need to do the UFC 224 slash Bellator 199 cast. I'm doing a, a – we're going to listen to the whole A Perfect Circle album on the podcast Friday. That would be a super fun podcast to talk about your actual experience as you're going through the whole thing, how it makes you feel, and yeah. Yeah. Have you heard Marshmallow yet? On Eat the Elephant? Nope, his it, name is Marshmallow. He's a DJ. No, 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 no. I I've heard of Marshmallow. Yeah, he just does a lot of uplifting tune stuff, and it, it's frivolous, mostly kids' stuff, but it's fun. Yeah. Totally relevant to this. Man, so there, here's a parallel. So we'll just say that without spoiling anything, Miguel got the shit kicked out of him. Um, and then like Johnny has, is his sensei and has to like carry him back to the door. Just like Mr. Miyagi had to do with Daniel in the first, in the first Karate Kid movie. Anthony yeah. Smith is who Rashad Evans is fighting. I don't even, I don't know that dude. 205. Yeah. Why didn't he just go back for a rematch with Sean Salmon or something? Jeez. Sean Salmon. I'm sure that dude's, no, that dude ain't dead. The dead, that's Josh Salmon. He's dead. Hmm. I, I want to say somebody shared today. Corey Hill died three years ago today or something. Remember that dude that broke his leg in the OC? First dude to kind of Anderson to his yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually just came back and fought like a few years ago on a local scene. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I want, probably yeah. longer than that. I, I don't know how he died exactly, but crazy. Yeah, I will say that Johnny's character is the best character of the whole. So would you say, I mean, I agree that this is like, this show is told from oh, Johnny's man. point of view. Uh, that dude right there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the best one in the show. The uh, You see a lot more of the school and family side of you and the business a little bit on Daniel's side. As far as true-to-life stuff, you see true-to-life stuff out of Johnny and then the school, what you see at the uh, social Dude, labels. all the bullying they play on, like, I thought they did a really good job with, like, bringing in the social aspects of, like, because they bring in cyberbullying like crazy, like with Snapchat and with um, Facebook. Our friend William over here just got a Facebook. Everyone should add him. Just kidding. Ah. They don't know your they don't know your real name, Bill. They do get into real social topics though. Or yeah, sure. they do. They like uh oh yeah, this is the one you're saying. This is the one where they go all R rated with shit. Right? <clears throat> or did we miss that? Uh no, I think it's episode four. Yeah, there you go. There's someone making a, a given head motion, you know, typical head to hand type stuff. Was that so, you, Bill? Dude, it can't be me. My phone's on maybe, vibrate. Hey, maybe that was on the show. I think it was. Yeah, because their dad's texting yeah, me. That was on the show. Right. Three missed calls. Someone's blowing her up, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, LaRusso, you really get to see his emotional side. You get to see how he's vulnerable. Well, he was that way. He's like searching for someone to do karate with him. Uh, I've been watching, like, I guess it just comes on, like, on autoplay on YouTube. But, like, I'll, like, flip the TV on. And, like, this, like, the way my Roku works, stuff will just be playing even though the TV's off. It's kind of creepy. But I'll turn the TV on and it'll be, like, on, like, some, like, karate kid from, like, 2000 when... (laughs) Ralph Macchio and the other dude are sitting down, sitting down talking about everything or crease or, but I saw all these like reviews and stuff over the second and third film. And, um, I watched the first and second film since I watched the Cobra Kai, uh, show and Daniel's character is totally different in the second, and third movie than it is in the first. Mm. He's more like eccentric. You do, you do kind of see how he he mentions it in this series too. He's a hothead, dude. He tends to do things that are like all or nothing and act off the cuff, kind of. Well, he did win the All Valley Tournament yeah. by an illegal kick. To the face. What do you think about that, Bill? They joke about that in interviews too. That's like a. Yeah, look at these dudes! Oh, freaking. Oh, yeah, you just got a shot of straight spread leg, vagina, barely covered by panties, bro. I, and an extended shirt. Oh, Look at that tapestry. Computer. Boom box. Funny. What this is episode four we're watching? Cobra Kai Never Die. Yeah. Yeah, Cobra Kai Never Die is the name of the episode. That boom box reference was Johnny being ignorant, and there is a lot of that. He's ignorant of advertising. He's behind in the times for sure, dude. For sure. Yeah. But he's he's comfortable with it. He's very comfortable with himself. And um, when you see... When you see certain confrontations and things that he could actually play out totally differently, he really does exercise more s- control than what you would have seen in other situations. He's completely dragged into this situation. Like you said, he's dragging his student, his his uh, neighbor. Well, yeah, and he gets attacked in the first episode. Yeah. He you, know, you know the greatest thing, I think, about all this that like really sucked me into it is that all the episodes are about 30 minutes. Yeah, we've watched like we. This is like our fourth episode we watched since like in the last like couple hours or something. They did that so they could have more episodes. And too, I mean, really, like most shows that you're gonna binge watch are like 43 minutes. If it's like HBO style. Yeah, well, like uh, let's just say Breaking Bad, it's like 43, 55, something like that. Forty-eight minutes. No, Breaking Bad is forty, typically forty-eight minutes. I think. Let's say forty-eight. But, like, dude, I think, like, one of these episodes is, like, 22 minutes long. You know? Yeah, but no commercials. Yeah, but, like, if you look at it, too, in retrospect, so let's say the whole 10 episodes is six hours, give or take. Yeah. Well, that's actually more time to tell a story than all three of the original Karate Kid movies combined. Oh, it's good, dude. I've seen them all. I just, I no, there's the four. Dude. Yeah, we don't talk about we that Hillary talk. Swank one, bro. Just because Pat Morita was in it, dude. Plus, I, yeah. Plus, I don't even like her name. Like, that's what really Why? gets me about it. It's like, 
kind of an angle. Oh, it's swank. It's too close to skank. It does swank. sound like a made-up name. It's always it's bothered me. Swagger, Her skank. name has always bothered me. Just like Misha Tate's nose has always bothered me. She's a down-home girl. Yes. It used to not be that bad. She just got punched in the face a lot. Dude, that's like um, like this person arguing about the Ra- Raquel Pennington corner thing. It's like, dude, if you've never been in a coach and cornered 100 fights, it's hard for you to say things like that. Like, It's hard for a non-coach mm. to say things not like that. And it's hard for people that don't know anything that's about so brain damage or CTE or people that have not been hit. I mean, dude... I know nothing about that, and I'm not a coach, but I would never force somebody to fight. I've been, I've been hitting the head a lot over the last 11 years. A lot. And, like, I sparred on Saturday, and I had a headache all day. And, like, that was, I like, guarantee when you. When we went to Primus, that you had a headache? Then? Yeah. From getting hit in the jaw. Hmm. Because, like, and then, too, so it's like, that's like you feel the effects more. When when it happens, for longer, and then also CTE is a degenerative disease, so it's like it gets worse in ten years. It's not like you like, oh, you got hit in the head and you're gonna feel all the effects now. You're gonna get all the symptoms, side effects now. No, it's like um, slowly, a slow trickle. There are a lot of studies that show craniosacral therapy and basically movement therapy, meditation, just things that naturally expand your face. Actually, there's scientific, a lot of philosophy people have noted in studies that when you go through therapy, you can watch your face change. It's a measurable thing for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um, As long as you're trying to. Bro, I think it has to do with posture too. The way your head sits, your occipital bone, your yeah, shen for shines sure. through your cheekbones. It's called the uh, the shen is the body's natural beauty and presentation, and I want to say it's housed in the liver, but or in kidneys. It comes out of one of them, and it shines through your cheekbones, bro. Wow. Yeah. You know. Um, I had uh, a guest on the podcast, E.I. Craner, and he's like uh, a former football coach and quarterback himself, playing college and like um, I think arena football after that, or so, like some sort of like pro, like post college semi pro level league. And he's um, a writer and has done all this writing about CTE and uh, did a p- reading of a poem on the podcast. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, dude, you remember that? Yeah. That was that was super good. That's just a short but sweet podcast too, like an hour long. He's an interesting cat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely was. Sandy was pretty good too. Dude, Uncle Jerry, bro. <laughs> he he was. I would I would love to have him back on. I love talking to that dude. Man. So, the uh, CTE thing, man. You do see. Uh, some pretty brutal shots, and you do see some pretty, some pretty serious like competition and uh, scraps, man, in this series. Yeah, no. Um, well, and that's the thing. Like uh, we're we're talking about point point sparring earlier before the podcast, and it's like 
I don't really, I don't really understand. I've had people tell me the whys, and I should just ask Danny Drain because he would, he would know. But um, there's something to do about why traditional martial artists don't, like, why point sparring they they don't hit in the face of the fist, like straight to the face. And I don't know, like something to do with respect or like. Not breaking your you like. Only get one face, though. Well, mean, maybe not nowadays. But. Not breaking your knuckles on like, basically bone on bone. Not trying, not trying to go bone on bone, but uh, just like the whole like not kicking with the shin. Um, A lot of places wear pads, bro. You know, there there are tolerant places that have. Uh, they'll draw it down to whatever level of competition is willing to come and compete there. Well, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild to me too that, um, so we were talking about how point sparring judging is the most subjective sparring there is in sports. Like for instance, in the end of uh, the tournament that you see in this series, one of the points is scored by a character that wins a fight like five seconds after he catches a clean straight kick to the chest. And I mean, the kid who ends up getting the point scored on him made distance, you know, with that kick created space. It was clean to the chest. So, you know, if you only can't kick in the face, a straight kick, you know, why isn't that a point? Why didn't he win that competition? And I see that all the time. And I guess like if you show up at a tournament to compete in traditional martial arts tournament or whatever, like I can get it. But I still, like, I see, like, so many, and I get, I was ran our gym this way for a little bit, a couple of years, I would say, but, like, when I was competing in tons of IBJJF jiu-jitsu tournaments, it was, like, we didn't do any leg locks because they were illegal for, like, you can't ever do a heel hook in white belt division or anything. No gi, it doesn't matter. IBJJF's no heel hooks ever. So you start not training heel hooks at all if you are laboring under their rule set, trying to compete in their tournaments. And I guess the same thing happens with like a lot of karate dojos and maybe even taekwondo dojos because there's no leg kicks. They did stop training them. When you say there's no leg kicks, do you mean you can't throw them or they just don't score points? Like can you use them to set up other things? No, I don't think so. I don't think you can kick below the waist at all. Oh, man, I do see a lot of people that just stand with a side leg kick pose and just keep leaned back, you know. And yeah. It makes it hard to hit your torso or upper body because you're leaned way back out of the way. You have to yeah. free. Yeah, no, that's that sort of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson kind of style of fighting, Leota Machida. Conor McGregor. Kind of. Uh, you know, Bryce has even opened up that way in a couple of fights. Came out southpaw and joined like a lead leg side kick. I yeah. remember the first fight that he did, and I was like, what, what was that? Wheel kick, was that against Isaac Ware, the V3 fight? I think it was, yeah. Man, that was a judo toss, bro. It was wild. That Tayo Tosh, bro, I believe is what that one is called. Yeah. Another reference to my homie Ty and their band. Those fun times. Dude, um, I just did a little video for our YouTube on Tayo Tosh. Shall it's, uh, oh, oh, oh shit, Daniel just kicked some freaking tapioca drink out of somebody's hand dude you know this is a lineman right here uh you see like bryce did a little flashy flash at the show and it's the same as what you see daniel do and it was like i think they both could have probably done better if they would have just been like 
I'm going to do some badass shit. They could have done anything they wanted to. Daniel wasn't trying to show out, though. I know Bryce wasn't. He's cool. Dude. You want to know something else that worked out? The One of my friends, the mutual friend that showed up at the fights, like, seriously, bro, he ended up being seen by Bryce and called up there to be a participant in that little, like, shout-out to the local boys at the fight, bro. Uh, who's that? His name is Logan Bell. He's uh, currently a weightlifter right now. He's like a fitness competitor. It'll be his fourth show, I believe. See, uh, yeah, they touch on a little sexual uh, harassment right here, a little sexual assault, abuse, whatever you want to say. I mean, dude, that is crazy. Like, um, you don't really think about stuff like that when you're that age. Like, I'm going to tell you, when I was like 16 years old, I was not thinking about any consequences. Not saying I was like going around raping people, but you like, were going around raping people. No, but I mean, just like y- you know, I mean, you definitely get to see the broad spectrum of mm. social behavior. Not especially in one brother sister <coughs> combination in this thing, man. The brother's a troll. He's even his dad is like, oh, he's not here. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I just say probably wow. Think so in retrospect how like teenage boys are operating out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just like a freaking impulsive, raging ball of hormones. Yeah, you definitely see um also the adult interpretation, like taking kids being kids way too far, you know. Yeah. You see both sides. Um you see something in this that if you don't mind it's a little bit of a spoiler but it's pretty damn random you see a little genital mutilation and when i say genital mutilation i'm talking about like a maridote like rex Quando. yeah like like someone goes super ridiculous and every kid is like yeah and it's you know it's not brought up much but then later a joke is made about it and it makes the person who did it feel a little more accepted you know and i'm like bro it's like your face, you know, you only get one set of genitals out there, folks, kids, consequences, reality. Yeah. And uh, I mean, is it super hard to rupture a testicle? Because I feel like it's not. Yeah. I know a dude has died from his testicles being like smashed. It killed him. Dude, the my, shock dude get him, like, my coach back. is kicked more than one cup in half. Yikes. Like throwing a groin kick on accident or on purpose. Cause dude, apparently groin kicks used to be legal in points barring back in the day. Okay. Like back in back in the eighties and stuff. I wonder if we watch first karate kid again. Um if we would see we should just watch the All Valley tournament. Yeah, there was nineteen eighty four of the yeah, it just shows. It just shows. Man, that's one thing about this show that we gotta we gotta say is like the the flashback montages are fucking great, dude. And then, like, then the 80s music. Something. <laughs> Even Rocky had a montage. Yeah, the soundtrack to this thing is unreal. It covers some weird, like, creative, uh, 
I don't know, it's like trance, almost depressing, melancholy stuff, but mostly you hear a lot of 80s metal, and it's good. Yeah, I remember when he's talking shit to Miguel, and he's like, why don't you put some Guns and Roses on that? And he's like, who's Guns and Roses? And he's like, oh. Dude, and then he comes out with Rat, who's maybe like one of the more underrated bands, I feel. They're pretty bombed to just listen to and jam out to. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. My favorite episode on this is episode six. It's called Slither. And uh, that's what what a bullshit saying. The best defense is more offense. Yeah, exactly. Like that is the episode where you get to see Johnny go out and become a freaking. He just becomes a master sensei, cut down like master, bro. He just super shrewd, starts breaking people down. Yeah, so right now what we're watching is Daniel LaRusso cruising to work. and uh, he has, He's a car salesman. Yeah, he's a car salesman. He's super successful. He's on dealership. Yep. And he sees his competitor's uh, billboard and flips it a fat bird, dude. 51-year-old Ralph Macchio. How, uh, from how my cousin Vinny. Looks like his time in jail is uh, starting to come out here. You guys ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's been That's a long classic. time. But definitely. Okay, I got another one for you. You guys ever seen the uh, film version of The Outsiders? I've never even seen The Outsiders. What is The Outsiders? Well, uh, like, the you know, the book. The Outsiders. Nothing, bro. Dudes. Dudes. Soda pop? That does not ring any kind Pony of boy. Bell. Pony boy. Stay oh, golden, pony boy. Yeah, okay, uh, no. I, I know that saying. Brothers either. I, I know the <sighs> saying, stay golden, pony boy, but I, I just, I don't How did much. you get through school and not watch Outsiders, dude? Bro, I got through school without reading a book since like fourth grade. I did. I did for some reason. I got those accelerator reader points in eighth grade. I don't think I ever read a fucking book. I never did. You could have made it all the way through NCAA programs like that, dog. Yeah, as long as you played really good sports. See, so here, yeah, episode four is over. We're going at episode five right now. Yeah. Just like, bam. I guess I've seen more than episodes. Yeah, than I dude, I think you're on like episode at like seven. At least, probably. Because I know I've seen this He's going to stay one. over all night. Let's watch it all, man. Bro, it's... I'm, I'll go do morning jujitsu. I'll come back. I'll take a nap. I can I can make it till about midnight, and then I'm deucing. About to be passing out you style. Yeah, well, bro, uh-huh. yeah, I've been real busy lately. Bro, busy fucking stuff. passing out. Man. Busy circle gaming you 25 times. They don't count if I'm already looking. Bro, you know, there's some debate on that. And what I like to revert back to is the simple format of something I like to call house rules. Fuck your house rules. It'd be like, put your hand right here. You remember grab right here in the first episode, Miguel's like just cranking out these push-ups on his knuckles. And remember in like the first episode, he's like, give me 50 push-ups on your knuckles. And he like can't do it. You should be te- teaching karate, apparently, bro. I know, man. It'd be a great time. Be a oh, great time know, for it with this show. You know, dojos are exploding right now. Strip mall dojos. But in all honesty, I don't mean disrespect. Everyone has their goal and dream, dude. Get it. Well, that's just the thing, man. It's like it'll uh, work on a street fighter. 
Oh, you know. Well, I will say this. I know a lot of above-average dudes that that are just like athletes, like football players and shit, that have beat the fuck out of some Taekwondo black belts in high school. So to Johnny's credit, he does some wrist locks and judo throws and different stuff. Yeah, they're ripping off some other arts. See, dude, that's the, it's like it's irrefutable that mixed martial arts is the approach in my in my view. It's like all these other styles can help you be better at a phase of mixed martial arts fighting, like stand up. You know, obviously, like like okay, so we got a newer guy. I mean, he's not super new. Um, he's had a fight. He trained somewhere else um, in the state. Uh, I knew his coach, but. I knew that he trained um, where he trained and what their focus was and stuff. But then, like, just watching him for the last, like, couple weeks, I was like, hey, tonight I was like, have you trained Taekwondo? And he's like, yeah, I did when I was a kid. I was like, I could tell because of your kicks. And he's like, yeah, it was, you know, some, a lot of stupid stuff, like, you know, like, <laughs> makes this karate hand gesture or whatever. But I was like, yeah, dude, um, but your kicking game is different because of that you know yeah. and it's dynamic it's like it's a good thing is what i was telling him and he didn't re- you know had never thought about it that way i guess but um definitely that's you know that's why anderson silva i think would study taekwondo yeah it is applicable in a street fight for sure and one of my striker friends was saying he's a point fighter uh saying last week that jujitsu is you know basically worthless in a real fight you don't want to go to the ground and blah, blah, blah. i was like dude you know the essence of jujitsu is judo and now you learn a bunch of wrestling and shoot fighting and all kinds of different stuff. i would love to meet this person i mean just send him to my to gym UFC please more. god dude, send him to, to my gym you know i've tried to get him here's the thing about that is like if we like because of the conversation we alluded to earlier grappling is the most intelligent phase of fighting and most street fights end up well like take all that out if i grapple you and exchange with you in a grappling situation it's harder for you to hit me and cause brain damage if we're grappling on the feet it's hard for you to hit me in the brain if i clinch up and close distance clinch up with you if we're like uh so john donaher gave this analogy that like the javelin is the most dynamic game in the Olymp- in the olympics like he was, he was talking about that and he's like, um, he's like, you know, you can, you can hurl this javelin hundred yards or something. I don't, I don't know how long you can hurl a javelin, but like really far. But he's like, if you ask that same athlete to hurl the javelin from both knees, no, it's not going to even go a fraction as far. Right. And then it's like, um, so basically when you get down on the ground, I mean, yeah, you can punch, but like, I'm here to tell you that like ground and pound is totally different. Mm-hmm. And you take You're a striker. Squeezing your thighs too. What's that? You're squeezing your thighs too. On Sorry, what? On what? To cut you off. When you're striking on the ground. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's you're a fully it's a great point. Torque. Yeah, it's a great point. We've talked about kinetic chains before. I see. I just said kinetic chain tonight to Colby. Word. Sorry, I told him your real name. Sorry, bro. You can edit it. Yeah. You so edited out be... me saying the N word over Cobra Kai. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't. I left it but in there. You offered to. 
Yeah, I know. I did have to edit out this dude saying some obscene shit one time, but it it's wasn't cool. obscene. Okay. It was just references to things that probably shouldn't have been referenced to. Yeah. It's not I like I was talking about it. raping children or anything. Yeah. But, but exactly, dude. It's not that serious. Well, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> um, the ice wall? Flat Earth? Kinetic chains. Oh, yeah, kinetic chains. Yes. We were talking. Dinosaurs for kids. Um, I, I'm going to shout out real quick, Jack, your podcast on this thing. You inspired me to be a better guest, bro, because you were like, we have like a bunch of open topics right now. And I'm like, yeah, so I'm working on that. Jack Toffer? Yes, sir. Yeah, good. I hope he listens to this because he's like, uh, he thought he, he like back and forth on whether it's good or not. Like he's like, oh man, I just, I, sound, just I sounded stupid, and I'm like, dude, you're one of the smartest people I know, bro. Like, get over it. He's always, yeah, he's always talking about, um, like me inspiring him. I'm like, shit, dude. I mean, like, that dude is like, it's funny, isn't that funny? How like that dude is like living a life that is so awesome to me or us or or whatever. And he feels the same way about the life that I'm living. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Like think you think about that? Feels like that. Everything's greener. On well, the the, side. well, it's not. It's just like, but that's um. Oh, it's interesting that that's a, like the people you become friends with too, in a way. You know, it's like uh, people you empathize things. with, people you like identify with. But yeah, dude, I'm trying to go see Jack. I've been looking at some travel plans and stuff. I'm trying to go see him in June. Is that down south or out west, man? You guys going to Brazil or Southern California? So yeah, dude. Uh I I would love to go out there and train with um see that's that's boxing. Yeah, they are working boxing. Okay, so something that you don't see them ever work on uh is angles. But during the fight sequences, he totally does something that is uh, certainly movement-based. I will say I thought the choreography, the fight choreography, was better in the original movie than in this show. Well, they probably played a lot safer now. Well, they had the same fight choreographer for, all, I think, all three Karate Kids, if I heard on the YouTube channel videos that were cycling through as I turned my TV on, as I mentioned earlier. But that same fight choreographer also choreographed the moves for like Mortal Kombat. Remember the first or second one? I, probably both. Um, my friends were super disappointed over the first one, but they were all Mortal Kombat fans more than Street Fighter fans, and I was definitely a Street Fighter kid. the first one. Goro. Oh, one Crazy forearm dude. Did he have forearms or six? Maybe it was number one. I mean, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Go. Street Fighter. Uh, Bro, don't hesitate. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? But Mortal Street Kombat. Fighter 2, not all the turbo bullshit. You said Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say Mortal Kombat, bro. Because Sub-Zero, dude. Luke he could Kang, freeze man. up here. Oh, dude, Liu Kang and that. Wow. Yeah, dude. Bicycle kid. I didn't like Sega. I preferred Super Nintendo controls. It felt clunky. Dude, are we talking about movie or video game? Because if we're talking about video, video game, games. I might go Street Fighter. Maybe. But not all the turbo weirdness. Dude, I love the dude that could stretch. 
Dulcine. Yes. Uh, man, yeah, Street Fighter video game so good. Why should we have to choose between the two? Both They're are both, both are fucking good. awesome. All right. Oh, here's here's this fucking funny ass sexist scene where the f the first girl comes into Cobra Kai. It's like there are no girls in Cobra Kai. Girls it's have weak, brittle bones. <laughs> yeah, that's why there's no girls in the army. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's immediately called out on it, and uh, he he does admit in private that he knows he's just messing around. You know, Johnny ain't a clown, bro. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. I've been like, dude, just around the gym. I've been like, there is no fear in this dojo. <laughs> you need to put that on the fucking door, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, fear, though, when you think about it, 100% is the opposite of light, bro. Anxiety, anything that's internal and self-created, <sighs> self-focus. Popping the oil bows. Yeah, but I understand fear. I definitely, I mean, Barada's... Those guys are serious, bro, and you know I've been scared lots of times before that too. But I wonder if your guy that was saying that about grappling has ever been on the ground and um, had someone put him in full mount in the get wrapped position with their chest down and suffocate him. I covered this dude's mouth and choked him earlier like this with a rape choke hand. Um, okay, I'm just gonna say we've said the word rape way too many times. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, I hate calling it the rape choke, too. That's what it, I mean, that's but what else are you going to call it? That's what they call it at the rules meeting when we uh, have fights and stuff. It's an open, like, it's called a closed hand choke, but it engages all four fingers and your thumb. See, I will say, like, I've been having people, they are smoking weed on this show right now. Yeah. So they're smoking weed. Uh, Robbie's mom is a pretty not good She's person. an alcoholic. Yeah. And promiscuous. Obviously, in front of him. Yeah, yeah. She does that later. Brings a brings a dude home. My son's sleeping. Be quiet. There's a couple really cool montages. One is uh, the sequence with Robbie and his mom, and then the other is a throwback that you see where people have gone through some pretty rough things with their parents. It's pretty true to life. Why but, wouldn't oh, you just fucking drive off? Dude, oh, this crackhead sequence, there is one of the best crackheads that you will see on film. Like, one of the people who controls an actual strip mall and uh, is the only one to hustle there and straight trolls and she offers to show. Eats Johnny's Pizza in the first episode. Yeah. That was funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were a poor person. Yeah. Daniel LaRusso's daughter. So, like, dude, I will say, man, they really thicken this shit up with some good teenage drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, like, oh, he's dating her, but there's also this other, like, background guy. TV like, style, bro. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of setup for future, like, future episodes are blatantly coming right now. Dude, there's already, I saw a pop up in my feed. I mean, everybody's already buzzing about the second season. Like, what's going to happen? How many, can you see how many views this has? Like, how many million? Dude, I don't know. For whatever reason, when I look on YouTube Red, it doesn't tell me the number of views for this particular. But, oh, dude, I guarantee you. It's, it's, it's got to be in the millions. I mean, I would think. I'll Google it. Hundreds of billions. 
You guys ever seen that anti-weed propaganda commercial? It's like, how many people do you think have died from smoking marijuana cigarettes? And he's like, why, well, I'd have to say hundreds of billions. Show her men are equal and give her everything you got. Yep, and so... See, this would be something like that dude that doesn't spar but wants to talk to me about brain damage would say. But uh, I wonder when you wrap someone that has never grappled in a wet blanket on the ground and suffocate them and they really experience panic for the first time. Yeah, I've been on the edge of death plenty of times and been shown mercy by plenty of people and shown mercy to plenty of people. For Dude, sure. I mean, you can, don't get me wrong, you can get panicked in a stand-up contest, for sure. Like, you can, you can become overwhelmed, you can get anxiety, you can hold your breath... <sighs> The old dog in there. I'm going to go check and see what's going on with that. I'm going to pause this. So this uh, Forza, this Forza logo is seen on the, uh, is seen on John's entrance to uh, like basically having a dojo, bro. As the show progresses, he builds up a clientele and um, ended up basically like one of the insults that you see out of him is the Forza logo on this kid's shirt, and it's actually really cool. It's this weird 3D design. It looks like a Ninja Turtle shirt, but it has a Forza red on green, and he says, nice shirt. The kid's like, thanks. It's like, just kidding. It sucks. sucks. Yeah, dude, I remember that. I remember that. I remember totally what... Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to see what... Yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah, bro, it's... Um, the number of coincidences that you see in this sh is insane. It's true to life, man. Like, actually, this is the scene right now where uh, Robbie's mom is bringing home some dude, bro. Is she yeah. prostitute style? You know, actually, apparently, she gives head for dessert if you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. You oh, got yeah, it. I remember that part. Bah. <laughs> So, yes, uh, that putting on headphones is another part of the retro that you see, retrospective from earlier. Just gotta put on your headphones to whatever and get away, but... Um, Johnny was listening to Journey, bro, you know, when all that stuff was going on, and this dude's listening to straight thrash metal, straight punk, dude. It's not the same. There's a magazine that's been jerked off on in this thing. Let me say, let's say, well loved. Man, what else does Johnny do and say that's crazy, bro? I know gold's been going up. So, um,. Daniel does some shady stuff, dude. He actually hits up uh, some people that has like serious life consequences on people and strangers. And uh, something you can say about his wife is that she is a constant throughout the story who is stabilizing. Like she's the voice of reason, but she's colorful and she calls him on his shit and definitely gets like in your face with some like mom logic shit. Exactly what you would want. 
there's a scene where uh, it it's ain't that a kick in the head? And Daniel wakes up with his perfect life, and he's driving to work, and it's pretty much like he sees the billboard from his competition, you know, and then he sees his own billboard, and it's been like trashed, defaced. With a dick on it. With a dick on it. That's how adult they get. And they're definitely like, ha. He said, I got a dick in, I got a dick in my mouth. Like Daniel LaRusso says that, bro. So it's a different world than where you come from. Sure. So, um, yeah, have you ever seen the video talking about how Daniel was definitely the antagonist? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, bad, they yeah. carry on that montage for sure. Props to that video. If you haven't seen it, put this thing on pause and check that shit out, dude, because it's definitely funny as hell and, and true to life. We're talking about that video where Daniel is the antagonist. Uh, in the first movie, how Daniel was the oh the video breakdown about like yeah. where it, it, how he's a Hitler, bro. It it all basically is the premise of this entire show that it's from Johnny's point of view. I had to take my dog out now. I'm back. Yeah, yeah dude, Daniel, what a dick! Getting everybody's rent in the center raised just so he can jack with this guy. All because it's this one rich dude who owns the center that he goes to the country club with peed in the shower. You guys seen that show, Zach Morris' Trash? That's what I was talking about with the uh, consequences, widespread ramifications. But uh, Zach Morris' Trash, dude, I could see it for sure. He's a fucking... He was... They the, go like season by season uh, and they're like that time that Zach Morris... Um, was racist towards Native Americans. Oh, dude, Funny or Die does this. Like it's it's like multiple seasons of it. It's called Zach Morris's Trash. You guys need to check it out. Dang. Yeah, it's great. Well, I, I want see it because I mean he's just always a douchebag. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, dude. It's like uh, one like you, you where like it goes into bullying and like sexual harassment and racism and all sorts of Ooh. crazy shit. Yeah, wild teenage endeavors. Yeah, so that's what I was saying earlier. Like, dude, when you're a teenager, it's just like your brain is not fully developed. Like, you're making out with your girlfriend, and it's like, dude, and then she says no, and then it's like, you should not do anything else. And, like, as an adult, you look at that and you're like, yeah, but, like, I'm just here to say, like, back then, you're like, you're going to try like three or four more times. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how, like, I mean, that's just how I felt like it was. It's but, yeah, but like looking back on it, it's just like, oh, more that's, more that's Johnny what they're. pushes that big time. Strike first when it comes to chicks. Yeah, more offense. Yeah, yeah more the, off yeah, <laughs> the, the best way is more offense. Um, something you should know is that we uh, we broke the billboard barrier, bro. Oh, you guys talking about the billboard? With Just the, for a moment. The dick? Dick in the mouth. Yeah. 
I thought I heard you say dick in the mouth when I was out and waiting in on the dog. Dude, okay, so I didn't didn't notice this when we lived here last year, but we didn't we didn't move in until July, but I've been seeing fireflies outside. Oh, yeah, shit tons of them, bro. Yeah, dude, and um, like at first I saw one the other night. It was dark outside like it is now, and uh, I saw like a like a light flashing in like the on in the grass, and I thought that I was being filmed by the NSA or something. But it was just firefly. You're being recorded by them right now. Yeah. You're fucking Alexis. I am I'm the I am the recorder. Yeah. We were chatting earlier, Cora and I, and it's like, I can't help you with that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always listening. They've helped serve uh serve uh figure out murder cases. Yeah, um well with the I think the what is it, Amazon's uh, not Amazon's version, but um Kind uh, Kindle Fire. No, there's another version of it's not the Alexa and Amazon. It's there's another one out there. I can't remember. Firestick. Uh, not Firestick. I don't. I mean, they might make one that's interactive like that. But I don't know. There's one. There's a case, and actually in Arkansas, and uh, Chris Housnick was talking about it. Oh hell yeah, we about to have a fight scene up in here. Won't you stop being such an asshole, Colby? I like this bitch's hair back here. The guy with their hair is <laughs> like blonde on top. Oh, look, man. He he got it in on him right there. Nice little double leg. Why is he just throwing him around? What is the Asian kid who does not like um, Sushi's name? Kai. Kai. And yeah, he he is definitely actually a decent fighter when he chooses to be the aggressor. So Miguel is beating the shit out of all of Kai's entourage for them making fun of Daniel LaRusso's daughter, who she refused to. There was a rumor spread, and she stood up to the bully who spread it. And then he made a joke about her dad's billboard. Uh, but anyways, it goes viral, and that's how it's done. That's probably the oh, they're coming. Where that's probably the coolest fight sequence in the whole show. Most definitely, and uh, Miguel shows all kinds of stuff that was not taught in that thing at all. Bro. But if you look back, like that fight sequence is really close to when Johnny beat up the thugs in the first episode. Kai's entourage yet again they just getting the, they getting the sheep the shit beat down by the cobra guys man no. hey have you guys seen that show on netflix wild wild country i watched it like right after it came out but um like i didn't really pay attention to the fourth and fifth episode or sorry fifth to sixth episode till i rewatched it today fucking crazy it's about the bogwan roshnish param tell me bro Oh, bro, it's about this, I mean, for lack of a better way of describing it, this cult that came over to Oregon from India and set up a commune that became, and they were trying to, like, basically just, like, pull, like, like become a state or something. It was wild. Uh, but this, like, super enlightened, like, Dalai Lama-type guy, huh. um, yeah, called uh, the Bhagwan. Definitely sounds like a Star Wars type of thing. 1980s bro. movement, man. It was crazy. Look into it. Netflix, Wild Wild Country. Bro, uh, there was a lot like, you know. 
I consider doing a podcast on it, but like what I'm trying to save that for is I want to do after I, I get the history podcast up and rolling. I want to do a series of podcasts over, um, uh, like minority religions. Like what? What's a minority religion? Like what uh, Native Americans practice? What is a minority religion? Let's just say something that at one point was more of like a cult type following that transitioned into what is known as a sect, which is after your first leader passes away and it goes on. So like, for example, if you took uh, Mormonism, uh, that goes from Joseph Smith to Brigham Young. So Joseph Smith dies and passes on to Brigham Young. Brigham Young becomes a new leader, and it grows extensively under his leadership. He actually, I want to say, ran for president of the United States multiple times, if I'm not mistaken. Dave Miscavige, bro. <coughs> yeah, uh, so like, yeah, Scientology, um, uh, Jesus Christ Church of Latter-day Saints. You could just say, um, well, I mean, not even just minority religions. Like, it's fascinating to me how it's Protestant... thought, even... Cult of personality. It's cool that Colby is loves it? that song, it? dude. No, I don't. Oh, he's at Miyagi's grave, oh, dude. That's super sad, bro. Yeah, because you're being an asshole, Daniel. Ain't nobody there to put you on the track. Stop. Pat Morita's been training Hillary Swank instead I've of you. I've seen the fourth one. Yeah, you weren't missing out, bro. Like, uh, it's not the one with Will like, in it? No, no, we don't talk that's about that one. We don't talk about right? that one. It was a remake, though, right? I thought the girl came before the Jaden Smith one. That's it did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there's technically five. It's like the Tokyo Drift. There's three with Ralph Macchio. Then there's Hillary Swank after that. And Ralph Macchio's not even in the fourth no. one? No. That's not but Crosby Pratt Morita is. Mr. Miyagi without, is. Without Miyachi or Macchio, isn't Karate Kid or Miyagi? Those two. Miyagi was in. Yeah, but it's got to be both of them. Daniel Sagan. Um, I agree. I don't, you know, I feel the same way about Home Alone 3. Yeah, dude, the flashbacks. Dude, I mean, how good does Ralph Macchio look for a 51-year-old man? He was just on, like, one of the Comedy Central roasts here a while back. I think I want to say the roast of Rob Lowe or something. Was he roasting him? Yeah, pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah, they have retros to him of kind of halfway age, you know, like 30. And he cleans up well. Makeup did real well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so after the fight of Miguel, Johnny shows up to the dojo and it's just packed. I'd say, yeah, isn't that kind of like a mixed message? I'm just like... So I own a martial arts school. Should I have one of my guys like go to school and beat up like five dudes at once, and then like teen cl- then teen class yes. is going to be packed? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely done everything. That you just got to find the bully. Avoid confrontation. Ever since you had martial arts in your life, it's like supposed to be a constant. You avoid the confrontational side of people's interactions. But yeah, he, Daniel comes back and he sees what's happened with Cobra Kai blowing up, and he cleans out Miyagi. Does he's gonna get it? He's gonna start training his own student. 
So Daniel trains alone. Who does he end up training? Can we say that? Does he train his daughter? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Did he trains he Johnny's him? son, Robbie. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, bro. Dickens. Bro, season two. I can't even end it. Do the last oh, episode. So it fucking ends like that? The, You're kidding oh, me? dude, dude, dude. The All Valley Tournament 2018. Spoiler alert. I, I don't want to go into it right now. Because you haven't seen it, but we'll watch it. Yep. Don't worry. I might not get to it. You should be watching the John Donahurt leg lock uh, system. That's what you should be watching. I watched some of it. That 21-minute video doesn't count. It's 10 hours of content. 10 hours? 10, bro. Eight parts. You saw a 21-minute clip from one part that was just talking about one finish yeah, from crazy. the three subsystems of the six essential skills of heel hooking. That's crazy. Yeah, you guys were doing some crazy uh, positions today that you could do straight ar straight leg bars or heel hooks or a... Do you uh, like that? Yeah, what was the other... It was... Uh, so you get Texaco relief in the middle. Then on the far leg, you get a heel hook and a toe hold. And on the near leg, you get a straight ankle lock or a heel hook. So you have five, five submission option right there. And all you, you kind of keep your elbow pinched to your side and you straighten your arm like you're kind of swimming a little bit behind the heel or all the way under the leg. And like the whole philosophy of judo that I was just reading on your book, it was minimal effort. Maximum efficiency, minimal effort. I was telling Colby about the principle of giving away the other day. Daniel's cottying it up. Speaking. Yeah, he's did. This is their. This is their original Miyagi Do karate, uh, karate Do or whatever kata. Miyagi Do karate. I will say, you know, I fundamentally have an issue with movies like this for this reason or shows or whatever. I'm um, listening to Ralph Macchio and, uh, oh, man, I got a loving, loving memory, 1932-05, Pat Marita. None of these people trained martial arts before this show. They trained, they started training for the show. And none of them, uh, actually, I want to say Johnny trained martial arts a little bit for like a few years after the first movie. But fundamentally speaking, these are not martial artists. But then you have martial artists fill in the roles, then they're not actors. So it's like this weird balance of like, how do you get a quality fight scene with these non-martial arts people? You know, it's, so it's like, what do you want? You want good fighting in martial arts or you want shitty acting? Bro, fucking watch John Wick too. Well, that's different. Watch John Wick. Too. Because Keanu Reeves is training super. I mean, Keanu Reeves has done martial arts since before The Matrix. Okay, he kept doing martial arts. He's been doing martial arts. This is not like Ralph Macchio did martial arts only for the first Karate Kid and then, like, Walkman. continued on for the other movies and then didn't train after the Karate Kid franchise was done until now. So, so many 80s songs. Yeah. This is that scene you were talking about earlier. Casino Man. Yeah. Fuck that. 
So he did ballet. Daniel did ballet and Broadway acting. So I'm sure he's nimble on his feet. But this uh, this is episode number six that I mentioned earlier, and it's called Slither. It's, it's epi- opens with uh, is this Journey again? Aria Speedwagon. Aria Speedwagon. One of them motherfuckers. Um, yeah, so anyways, it opens with a montage of him and on his bike with his headphones. Motherfucking montage. Yeah, and by the end of this thing, the uh, group that came and, you know, basically saw that viral video of his student being a badass uh, is going to basically end up uh, having their pecking order worked out, and he has his own dojo. So this is kind of the Johnny episode where you watch the montages back to his childhood. Is there a female in that right there on the left inside of Cobra Kai? Man. Almost positive. I just saw a girl in there. It was probably a dude with like surfer dude, girly hair. You got to remember, it was the eighties. Hair bands, bro. Strike hard. Strike like Cobra. But Johnny has his locks. Always the golden locks. Dude, I love how Johnny's like always drinking. Like, dude's an alcoholic, for real. Like, he's always nursing the Coors, and, like, in one, he's, like, super drunk, and he, like, throws the bottle. He's, like, right before the tournament, he's, like, we're all going to die, <laughs> and, like, breaks the bottle, and they think he's not going to show up to coach him, and he shows up. He's, like, what's up, guys? Like, nothing ever happened. Yeah. Super functional. <laughs> okay, so is that a Forza logo, or that is that is the, the Python? Uh, I thought it was basically the same thing, bro. I mean... It's similar. It's not swooshy with the hook, bro. It's very similar. It's uh, calligraphy like the Japanese. Kanji. Yeah, put a little love on it. Bow to your sensei. Break the wrist and step away. That shirt is kidding. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You got the shirt. Shit. It's rough. Makes me feel like a virgin just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. He's the ultimate bully. What's crazy is he teaches the disenfranchised bullies to bull- to start bullying people. <laughs> yeah, speaking of cult and what we were talking about, man, it's definitely, you know, you were talking about that's the essence of cultism in our uh, little second podcast, dude. Our only audio only. We definitely we talked about deism and all kinds of crap. Do you know what I found out last night, bro? What's atomism, that? like atomism, uh, knowing about particulates that appear and disappear, like in particle physics, have been known by Indians and different people for a long time. So. Oh, I, I don't, I don't doubt that. I mean, that's that's why, like, I just kind of approach things with that, like, general understanding. It's like. Things have always been governed by the same laws that govern right now. Yeah. The laws of the universe. Natural laws. Yeah. Is she Facebook stalking Miguel right now? Hmm. Yeah, good call, dude. So she's trolling. I mean, not trolling, not in a bad way. I'm sorry. She's Uh-oh. going through this. Dude she's getting cyber bullied right Damn, now. Snapchat sausage style. in the mouth. Look Damn, at that, dude. bro. She didn't even do anything. That's how life for kids is right now. 
That is a full-on example. I've been of telling someone. people this. I, I mean, just in Russellville, which is like thirty thousand person town in the mid south. One of my kids, who's twelve, told me he sees a fight every day. That's wild. That's crazy as fuck. Dude, I remember just seeing like two fights ever at school. Maybe. And then that time that you fought Jake Hargraves at the lake, but I mean at school. Name dropping. Sorry, bro. It's school. I can edit that out. One th- 103. I'm not going to. But. <laughs> Marissa Merritt. <laughs> that's. We had to edit that out. Yes. Not that we were saying anything we bad. We weren't saying just, anything just bad. It was just. It could have been taken out of context. I'm not editing anything. That takes saw, time. Yeah. I'm a busy guy. I got to turn in my final grades and stuff. Right. I saw a pretty solid fight from this kid named Robert Chavez to continue on that racism theme that we talked about, too, bro. Like, someone called him a slur for, you know, uh, Hispanic. And, bro, he dragged this kid literally out of the cafeteria before school. And uh, he had his way with him on these concrete benches, basically, bro. He just kind of right there, right there in front of everyone. And um, one of the funny things you see in this thing is that there was no teacher intervention in that fight that we talked about earlier. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. That it felt like it was already way too late. Um, but yeah, dude, I just remember seeing like two fights ever in junior high. I don't even remember seeing any good fights in high school. The only two fights I can think of happened in like eighth grade. That I okay, let's see if we're talking about the same fights. Is it Stephen Jones, Nathan Yates? Stephen Jones, Nathan Yates. Okay, and Josh Clay and Obed. When Josh Clay whipped the fuck. Okay, okay. Obed. Josh Clay also is the culprit in the fight that I'm talking about, but with Stephen Jones in seventh period football, because like we, it, 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 during the off season, we would go back to the junior high. Oh, I remember Josh Clay fighting another dude behind Jim too. One this was right him. out in like right in front of the school, literally, and they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. It was yeah, wild. Dude, that's crazy. Seeing things like that raw when you're a kid, like things that you know these kids are cheering in this thing, dude. Definitely disenfranchised stuff. Grab your purse. So, the uh, there is a couple of kids in this thing that are definitely like there are serious criminal offenses. Dude, I like how um, Robbie over here gets in trouble for like trafficking Molly and <laughs> like what the hell? His dad's yeah, like, I mean, who was that? Some chicky. So- I mean, Molly is like the thing now. Yeah, that's wild. They have they were they're so up to date on stuff, right? Like the cultural, they really captured the culture, the zeitgeist. Sounds like he's riding a horse. Yeah. So, yeah. You see an individual stand up amongst the crew. Now, most of us would say he's a pretty whiny, you know, he's like, he's not realistic. No, no kid should be talking back to like that, but he does. He gets his.
this dude needs to get out. I'm already just not feeling it. <laughs> the other kids were like, no, you've had enough. Like the two tenured kids. What made Brian say, whoa, earlier was the uh, one of the other girls, his students, his first original students, yelled at the kid. Sensei. Sensei Lawrence. Is he about to whip this kid's ass? So technically, Johnny has him hit him. Same thing he did with Miguel. He made him hit something over and over until he realized. Oh, little karate, little karate Kid 3. Sweep the leg. Remember when there's like the wooden dummy and he like, uh, Daniel like beats himself up and bloodies himself up. It's horrible. Yeah, dude. I'll whip all y'all kids' asses. <laughs> <laughs> we'll beat the shit out of you high schoolers if you fuck with me. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad Corey's not awake to make fun of my laugh. Yo, he said, I get yelled at and get the shit kicked out of me, and I give the dude my money. Do you know who lives like that? <laughs> Hookers. And he's like, no, no. And Miguel's like, no, no, you don't know him like I do. He's a no hard guy. And his friend who got, you know, kind of handled a little rough is like, it's like, that's hooker talk too. Oh my. Hey, you lip. <laughs> so he's just, what? what's he doing? Selling cars? Running numbers? What the fuck's he doing? He is gone to work. So Johnny, I know he's working for Larusso, but what? Like he's just a bitch around there, I guess. Yes. Pretty, pretty much. He does everything, just like all. Is he working an angle? It's like a lot, boy. Yeah. Well, he's basically trying to piss his dad off. Yeah. I didn't know if maybe he's trying to steal some money or. So there's always a hater, bro. And hey, that uh, that little cyberbullying thing that Larusse's daughter got earlier is the perfect example of someone who was rejected, just fully coming out and trashing someone, dude. And that's why the confrontation happened, dude. So you have YouTube read all the time. Um, okay, so we, we talked about that on the cast, and I, I can say as a therapist, bro, I do tone therapy. I listen to all kinds of stuff from widespread panic and, like, uplift reggae, and, you know, there's, like, punk grunge alternative, anything you want, dude. And so YouTube Red, compared to everything else, is definitely the most functional. And, you know, it's like the, the whole – this thing is just new, but, you know, YouTube and – Netflix and all that stuff are changing the game. And I tried to get my family on the box like five years ago, you know, paying the cable bill is nonsense, bro. You're paying for nothing. Who wants cable? Yeah. Uh, well, ne I, I guess there's more, like, I haven't surfed around on YouTube Red as much, but I guess there's, like, more movies and stuff on there. Because um, after this went off the other day, Three Ninjas came on. <laughs> no doubt. So great. R Rocky Colton sometime. But... Uh, that sidekick was like one of my Oh yeah, that dude committed suicide. That's crazy. Wow. Very wary. Yeah. He was that Surf Ninjas. Can't forget about Surf Ninjas. Dude, Surf Ninjas and I will say this, Zatch from Surf Ninjas is is um dying of prostate cancer. Oh, that's terrible. 
I've got pictures with him and um, Ernie Reyes Jr. And Ernie Reyes Jr. has been on kidney dialysis the last two or three years. Dystopia, bro. It's dystopia. I know, We're dude. building, but we are at our build moment. We need more stem cells and stuff. We will build Yeah, he knows all about it. Well, everybody should definitely watch Karate Kid, Cobra Kai. Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, Cobra Kai. Just go back and watch them all. They're all totally badass. Yeah. What you're going to see here is something that is not your typical, like you don't see a lot of uh, imagery on, you know, different people, bro. It's pretty true to life. Like you see a lot of bad jokes and repetitive things in Disney. And this is kind of the opposite. This is a little more true to life. And um, yeah, it's cool. Well, I think we should wrap this up. I'm going to do a little jujitsu in the morning. You guys can come to morning class, I know, so we'll see you guys in four hours. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, signing on off, you yeah.